Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Vera Shafiq podcast, real and relevant discussions on business, marketing, technology, and digital. I'm your host, Vera Shafiq, and I talk to people in business and marketing who care about doing marketing the right way and want to be proud of the work they do. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and review, and I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, well, today I'm excited to welcome Sue Grabowski to the podcast. Sue is currently CEO of Desidara, a marketing communications firm she launched and has owned for 24 years. She also serves as faculty chair for the Digital Marketing Certificate Program at University of South Florida, a course designed to expand the skills of today's marketers in digital spaces, including strategy, customer experience, content marketing, marketing automation, social media, paid search, and analytics. Hi, Sue. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Vera. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm so so excited to talk to you about, about the course. So before we talk about the course, I'd like to get a little bit of your backstory and understand what your journey looks like and how you got to where you are. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm, a, uh, I'm an entrepreneur by accident, I think. That's, that's what I would say. <laughs> Uh, my background is in journalism, and uh, back in the day, and I'm going to date myself, there wasn't a PR major uh, at the at the university that I went to, and so I kind of built my own. It was a small liberal arts college, and uh, I had a professor who really changed my life and set me on my course, and so I took some business courses, but I, I worked a couple jobs, and then I ended up at a very small agency. And it was the agency owner, and she started the business and was, was one of the only female agency owners in my space, uh, in, my, in my area. I'm from Ohio originally, so um, really interesting um, journey for her. And I was her first account executive, and it was her and me <laughs> and our office manager. And I really got the bug very young. At 22, I went, this is what I want to do. I want to have my own thing. So uh, I went to work for a large corporation, a large insurance company to get in, inside experience because I really wanted to know what it was like to be inside a large company if I wanted to serve a large company. And that was incredibly beneficial, um, great company. And I left in 1997 to try this thing on my own, cold turkey. And um, here to say 24 years later, I can't believe I'm still here. And I uh, have a staff of strategists, writers, software, um, you know, all, all of the pieces of a full service agency. And we primarily serve business to business clients, uh, some nonprofits, some B2C, but mostly B2B customers with marketing communication support. And one of those clients has been my client all 24 years, Wow, which is just amazing. So it's been a crazy journey and watching the advent of digital marketing. I mean, truly when I started out, we had no computers at my office. Wow. So in, in a very short amount of time, things really took off and it's been a great uh, fun for me to watch all of this happen. And I still love my job every day. So. Well, that's awesome. I love yeah. that story. That's perfect. And it's funny because the more and more I speak to entrepreneurs, the more there is this trend that they were an entrepreneur by accident most entrepreneurs are I think (laughs) yeah it's funny they have training in entrepreneurship now in at universities which I think is 
wise. There's a lot of things I wish I would have known. Um, but I think you stumble on something you like and you work for a group of people and it's not that you don't like what they do. You just think you might be able to do it differently. So you try it and you know, you might fail. And I've always had that mentality of if this thing goes uh, belly up, okay, I will go work at a Hallmark store because I think selling greeting cards and fudge would be <laughs> fine too, for real. I mean, there's always something to go do. So um, I think there's, that's a commonality among entrepreneurs as well. So I've yeah. been, been a serial one since. Wow, that's great. Okay, well, let's move on to talking about the USF Digital Marketing Certific Certificate course. I am honored to have been selected to be on the steering committee for this course. And I've really enjoyed so far attending the, the meetings. And I actually did the course myself and was blown away by, you know, how much content and how deep it kind of dove into the various aspects of digital marketing. So I wanted to ask you, what is the vision and the mission of the course? Yeah, good question. And we're so glad you're on the committee, by the way. Thank you for your your time and your talent. We can talk a little bit about that later and what value that brings too of having folks like you join us in this endeavor. Um, sure. The mission is really to enhance the skill sets. Uh, and that can be the vision because some people know uh, certain aspects of digital marketing really well, but we want to enlighten uh, current folks that are in marketing positions and those that aren't in marketing positions uh, about the considerations that are out there today for companies that want to venture into digital marketing. It is the only way really to communicate these days. So we want to give folks uh, high level concepts. So our vision is to give high level concepts that can be applied anywhere you are uh, in your job. We have folks attending that are sole practitioners in very small organizations, all the way up to very seasoned digital marketers in fortune 100 firms. And we believe that by giving concepts, but giving activities that take those concepts and say, okay, no matter where you are in that spectrum, how can you plug this concept into what you're doing? And that's the, that's the feedback we receive is that um, I learned something even when I thought I knew something already. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a very practical course that I found. Um, and it really does go into real use cases of how digital marketing can be applied in various scenarios. So I like that because it wasn't all theory. It, you know, there was a lot of real life involved in the course itself. I know that the course has eight modules to it. Can you talk a little bit about each of the modules and what they cover? Sure. Yeah. And there's more to be added in the future because obviously this is an ever-changing growing space. So um, first we start off with digital strategy, which is, again, because of that wide gap of, of, of experiences, business types, organizational types, structures, uh, what we want to do is have you think about the elements that should be present in your digital strategy. And we challenge you to think beyond the norm uh, of what your competitors are doing. Don't play in their space. Let's, let's push beyond that. So we, we cover a little bit of blue ocean uh, versus red ocean mindset in there. And we, we give you some exercises to help you apply that. Uh, next is customer experience, because at the core of everything we do, no matter what we're doing in terms of marketing is the customer. So how does learning about your customer and understanding how they spend their day uh, what they watch, listen to, read, how can um, the things that you know about your customer inform your decisions regarding digital marketing? We have a module on marketing automation. 
Now, this ranges from people that are in my course going, of course I know what marketing automation is. I use it all the time to people going, thank you for having that course. I had no idea what marketing automation (laughs) is. But marketing automation, the idea of having automated marketing messages reaching you through email, through social, through integrated um, activities that move people through the top of that funnel down into a very qualified lead and hopefully a conversion. Uh, so we give an overview there. And at, um, at USF, we are not platform, we are, we are platform agnostic. We are not pushing platforms. So while the demonstrations in this module are in one of those common platforms, really we're trying to hit the things that are common in, in any platform that you might select that's best for your organization. Yeah. So um, Brandon, Brandon Walton is our instructor there, and he's excellent at walking you through kind of the opportunities that lie within marketing automation. Uh, We have a module on uh, content marketing. So building content, telling your story, and obviously content is king still, no matter how Mm -hmm. people say it is or it isn't, people are looking for content that relates to them. And this uh, Leah, Leah Knapp is the instructor for that. And uh, her background is she's heavily involved in lots of, uh, in uh, content for business to business and business to consumer entities. And she's, she's done a great job of helping you paint your own story. We have a, uh, an analytics, a data and analytics uh, course module that is really powerful taught by Matt Bailey. He's very popular, um, a popular instructor in this course. I get a lot of great feedback on Matt, but Matt is the guy who knows analytics and understands Google and how it works. So he gives you an overview and it's been really helpful. I think for people to get just an understanding of what am I looking at at that (laughs) dashboard, what matters to me, what doesn't, uh, and helps you apply that to your own work. He also teaches a paid search module and that's a brand new course, uh, launched this year or module this year. And he really does a great job of showing you how to structure your ads and your keywords to make sense. Uh, for your business and not to just go, let's, let's throw everything out there we can and hope it sticks. Right. He helps tailor what you're doing to your outcomes. Uh, we do a social media overview, uh, organic. We know that we could do one on paid, but there's a lot of folks who really don't understand how, how does social media really work in terms of business? Yeah. We do a lot of personal things, but how, what should I pick? What kind of platform should I consider for my organization? Those kinds of things. Uh, and then we end with digital transformation. This is really kind of the, the course ender. How do you get people in your organization to come alongside the marketing department when they want to launch an initiative? Marketing gets siloed, and yet it touches every element of the organization. So how do you get sales on board? How do you be, befriend IT? How do you know what questions to ask those stakeholders who would actually put the kibosh on what you're doing? So mm-hmm. it kind of wraps it all into, you know, building communities within your organization, understanding who your stakeholders are and really working together to launch marketing initiatives. So that's kind of an overview of the course. Uh, and for some folks, some of the things are things they've heard, but I believe there's new aspects added um, that, that they wouldn't have heard. Um, I yeah. tried to really choose instructors and select professionals who could speak Practitioner to practitioner yeah. about, yeah. you know, here's some things you need to consider. And if nothing else, the feedback I've been getting is that balance of concept 
to reality is, has been the value. And that's what we want to do. We want to deliver value. Yeah. We want to make sure that, that organizations that are paying for this certificate in terms of tuition reimbursement really see the value immediately by their employees and their team members implementing things that they learn and bringing it back to the organization. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. I think one of the things that I really like about this course is it's very holistic and it looks at everything from soup to nuts. And you mentioned digital transformation. So that's actually looking, taking a step back and actually taking a 30,000 foot view of how digital fits into an organization from all of the departments, not just digital marketing, right? Right. And then I love the fact that you have a module on customer experience because that is like the big thing that uh, really everything should be focused towards. So having a module on that, I think is awesome. And uh, when I did the course, it was a previous version or an older version. I think it's, yeah, it's evolved since even I took it, which wasn't too long ago. So that's another great thing is that this course is evolving and really moving with the times, because as we all know, with digital marketing, things are changing on a almost a daily basis. Right. So, um, you know, the fact that this course is not just going to become stale, it's always moving, always evolving, just dynamic content. So I love that about the course as well. Yeah. Um, We continue to look for ways we launched it, relaunched it in January. So it's really pretty new, but is instantly when we launch it, it, it's already out of date. I mean, this is, this is the challenge, right? Uh, so we're looking for new modules that we're going to add, webinars that we can have, boot camps that we can offer, because there might be a subject that doesn't require a full module, but it's a hot topic that we want to cover. And we actually solicit our students to say, tell us what you want to know more about so that we can build this course and make it, you can come back, keep coming back to us. We'd love to do it, you know, um, in, a, in a way that you could almost pick your modules, you know, add more modules and pick, pick your eight that are most important to you. Uh, Maybe bookending it with strategy and with digital transformation, but uh, we're really excited about it. And I think uh, I, I just love practical. I think it's the future of higher ed. If you ask me, it's um, there are folks that don't want to go get an MBA and there's nothing, you know, there's no problem with getting a master's, but if you want concentrated or refresher courses, I think these certificate programs offer great value and great benefit and they're, um, they're bite-sized. They're not, yeah. it's not, um, I, I can manage it in my own time. And that's another, another thing that we wanted to do is make sure you could do it at your own time and at your own pace. Um, but, but also do it sequentially. So we know where you are so that we can track with, if you've got questions, cause they do kind of build on one another, even though they're somewhat standalone, you know, we, you do the content marketing piece, uh, it's definitely going to inform what you're doing on say the, the paid search module. So we tried to build it to, so that we can watch where you're going through it, but take your time with it. You can, you can spend eight weeks on it or you could push through it in a weekend. It's up to you. Yeah. I think that's, that's another great thing about the course that it it is uh, do it at your own pace. And speaking of that, it is currently an online course I know it has in the past been an in-person course, right? Uh, Do you have any plans to going back to in-person? We do have plans to go back to in-person when we can. And I think there's a a unique value there. Uh, This, I've been involved with the program for about a year. seems like a lot longer because of last year. (laughs) But I taught on ground, uh, which is how I got introduced to it, at last uh, January, February at USF. 
And what you get there is the opportunity to do more group type projects or conversations. And some of the greatest and richest moments are found after hours when you're getting dinner together or you're hanging out at lunch together. You miss that on online. And we, we do we do look for ways to connect with folks personally there, but it's much harder to kind of just commiserate um, among peers and say, oh, you know, I get stuck here or I'm getting resistance over there. And in those on-ground sessions, you get the opportunity to do that. So I'm looking forward to that again. And I hope that we can yeah. we can launch it later, later this year or maybe next, depending on what happens at the university. Yeah, I think that in-person interaction is so valuable because, um, yeah, the course online is great. But, you know, as you mentioned, being able to speak to your peers and share stories and really understand that you're not alone and that other people are going through what you are and, and really kind of just uh, bounce ideas off of each other. I think that's that's awesome. So, yeah, that will that will be something to look forward to. You mentioned that you had asked for feedback from your attendees. What Mm -hmm. kind of requests have you been hearing about? Are people asking for clubhouse sessions or sessions on TikTok or anything like that? I'm just really interested to hear about that. Yeah, so I'll give you a few of the hot topics people are looking for. Um, Definitely always looking into social media. It's a curiosity to a lot of folks from a business perspective or from an organizational perspective do what what platforms do we spend our time on or what do we invest in and you know clubhouse is out and new and even in my most recent committee meetings i Mm -hmm. said you know how many of you know about clubhouse about half and half and these are digital marketers so it's not like you know it's something that everybody should know about but now the advent of audio type chat apps And how do you position your organization or someone in it as a thought leader in new spaces, things like that. So that's, that's something that people are asking for. Another thing people are asking for is uh, training on sales done virtually. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the B2B uh, folks going through here say that their sales team are really is really struggling with this, this technology to connect with customers. So they may have been excellent at sales, at trade shows, golf outings, those in customer visits, those in-person places, but now they're relegated to these virtual interactions mm-hmm. and they're kind of fumbling. They're not understanding that this new media form requires a new way of presenting and talking and a new way of doing follow-up. So we're looking at building actually potentially a whole course on it because it really ranges everything from how do you look on camera mm-hmm. to how do you develop a presentation that really you know resonates with the person? How do you do the follow-up? How do you run the meeting? How do you deal with people that are talking over each other? I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's complicated. There's more factors to it. Um, another one is demand gen, gen programs. People are asking us to do some coursework on that. Um, and on, uh, and on writing for digital. That is a hot one. One, because I don't think, I think it's more difficult today to find good writers. Yeah. I, that's been my experience. Uh, everybody fancies themselves a writer like they yeah. do. They fancy themselves anything digital because they have a Facebook page, you right. know? <laughs> um, uh, but I, I think that, and then honing your craft, if you are a good writer, how do you tailor that writing to think of all of the things from search terms down to length of content that's acceptable for certain platforms? I mean, there's a lot to think about 
when you're writing today, you, it, instead of just throwing up a few sentences. So that that's one that's big. And also video, how do organizations shoot, use, apply video uh, today? Do they, they know they don't have to have a professional videographer, but how do they, how much time and resources do they spend? And is it short form? Is it long form? What do I have a YouTube channel? What do I do with it? You know, those kinds yeah, of things. That's fascinating. The piece about the copywriting is really interesting. I, I hadn't thought about it, but it makes a lot of sense because copywriting for digital requires, as you mentioned, the ability to have some SEO knowledge um, understanding keywords, but also being able to write persuasively to an audience, which has a, a short attention span, right? As we all know. Right. So there, there is a very special skill that's required to write copy for digital. So I can see that being a really valuable part of a, a module at some point. Um, and the other interesting thing is that, you know, COVID has really changed so much. And just hearing about you talking about interacting on camera and have people now clamoring to learn about the new skills that are required when you're not sitting in front of a person and you know the lighting and the sound and should I use a microphone or should I be having headphones on all of that good stuff who would have thought a year ago that these are things that people would be asking for right yeah it, it has really uh, really rocked I mean so this is where my hats kind of shift back and forth between being this the faculty chair and then being a business owner my mm -hmm. clients uh, have really, some of them got completely thrust into new spaces this past year that they, they knew, were, they knew they should be playing more in, but just were not expecting it. And it really, uh, has forced them to make a lot of changes. And I think, you know, I'm looking at my microcosm of clients. I start seeing that trend in all of our participants in this program and it's, it's a problem and training is needed. And you don't almost don't want to admit that you need training. You want, you know, want to be confident that no, 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 I got this. I've been in sales forever. I've right. got it. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's a different time. And even how they're using social media for things like customer service, which we said all along, you know, your customers are going to start using it, but they're connecting with you in different ways. And you've got to be prepared no matter what type of business or what type of organization. Yeah. Um, the nonprofit realm also, I think, really got hit hard this year. Sure. Because they're trying to serve clients, can't reach donors in the same way, have to get the word out in all different ways. Many of them don't have the assets that they need in terms of marketing automation or other means to, to do it. And they have social media, but don't really know what to do with it. So there's a lot of organizations, I think, got really... Um, rocked and others uh it gave them it gave them the opportunities that they long time needed yeah to go virtual and to do things in some different spaces so it's a it's a good time to be alive i think yeah keeps us on our toes right that's right that's right <laughs> so one of the questions that i have gotten from people when i talk about this course is oh is it for undergraduates or you know college students and i wanted to clear that up and kind of understand a little bit better who is this course designed for uh, it's really designed for a current marketing professional. So what I would say is I don't, I, it's, it's beyond undergrad. I would say that because um, a lot of the concepts are taught as if you're already within an organization. So I do have some newer grads coming through it who are actually employed and their employer sent them through. Mm -hmm. And they said it has augmented what they learned in their, in their classes. And they did the, say the same thing you did, which is, it's really practical. This is about 
doing the job, not getting ready to do the job. Right. Right. right exactly. Um, so I would say I've got um, a lot of people are have a, the title of manager, communications manager, mm-hmm. communications coordinator. But I also have a contingency of C-suite people who want to just understand what's marketing thinking about. They're not looking to become marketers, but they want more exposure to the kinds of things that marketing is doing. Yeah. Uh, So I have a group of of those folks. I also have a group of managers who, or higher level executives who got thrown into a position where they now are responsible for digital elements where maybe they weren't before and they want, they want some exposure. And to my delight, I have a group right now coming through of IT people and salespeople. Oh, wow. And I have loved my IT folks because when they send in their, their assignments, they're like, I'm not in marketing, but, you know, <laughs> kind of, but if I were going to do this, what I think that does is it opens up the conversation. That's what we love to do within organizations. What's, we encourage our attendees to send people through the course who are not in marketing, but who absolutely affect marketing. So, you know, your IT people, finance, HR, because you're trying to hire marketing professionals and, you know, so to better understand what you're looking for Uh, and sales and operations. Those are kind of the group that we're sending through. And it is opening discussions that weren't there before because now IT understands why marketing is trying to push something through. And I think marketing is getting a better understanding of, you know what, you better check the security requirements with the IT department before you go invest in that new platform. Yeah. So I, it's really strange, but I would say it's for really any marketing professional or any professional that touches in somewhat realm or another, the marketing function within the organization. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think of that, but that makes total sense because it kind of democratizes digital marketing across an organization by opening it up and removing silos, which is what we all like to do, right? Yeah. So I think that marketing is one of those departments that truly touches every department. It does. Every other functional area. And yet it gets siloed. And I think part of the reason it gets siloed uh, is that it often operates as its own entity and it does not build a community. It builds fiefdoms. Yes. And that is a problem and it it doesn't, and sometimes it feels held back. That function feels like we don't, we can't really do anything in marketing. Our hands are tied. Your hands are tied probably because your hand got slapped (laughs) for doing something without going through some protocol and without building a community. So I really, really encourage in the digital transformation module to think about who needs to be in your community. Who are the real stakeholders? Talk to them before you talk to anybody and get them involved. Then when you go to them with a project plan, they can see their input right in that plan. You're going to get more buy-in. You're going to get more support. You may get more funding. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes the organization stronger. Yeah, that's great. I know you touched a little bit on some of the instructors. You even mentioned their names. Is there any more information you can provide as to who the instructors are, uh, their backgrounds, qualifications, and what makes them so well-suited to, to be teaching this course? Sure. Um, I'll give you a few um, pieces, parts. Uh, David Holt teaches customer experience. Um, he is He has a lot of background in the uh, hospitality arena 
And so if you think about, I think there's a lot of great wisdom in the customer experience from hospitality, because you really have to understand what customers want. And what I loved about David's teaching is he made it very practical. And one of his assignments, uh, some people complain about and some people love, ultimately they Mm -hmm. love it, is to go out and do a day of the life, day in the life of one of your customers, to Mm -hmm. actually talk to them and ask them how they spend 24 hours a day. That's great. And it's been insightful. And I love the analysis that the students have given as a result of that to say, um, you know, I, I didn't know. That, that, that this was some of their constraints and I'm giving them content this way when they really need it this way yeah. uh, because, of, because of how they spend their day. So David, is a, he's an insightful and a really engaging uh, teacher and yeah, his background's in real estate and hospitality and um, he works, he's worked at several different places and um, I think he's great. Uh, Leah Knapp came from uh, both an insurance background uh, property, uh, personal lines insurance at Erie Insurance and uh, Progressive Insurance, but now she is the content director at Hilton Grand Vacations. Mm-hmm. So understanding <clears throat> how do you paint the picture of a story, she's done it great from all over the insurance side of things all the way to the real consumer side of things and how do you you know get people to want to go on an HGV uh, scenario. So she has, um, Leah is methodical. I love the balance that we have here. So David's very energetic. Leah is more methodical and more structured Mm -hmm. in her approach. And, um, I really, I really love the depth that she goes into in the content marketing space. Uh, Brandon Walton is our marketing automation guru. He is a Pardot and Salesforce expert uh, but he also does a great job at saying, you know, whether you're looking at that or SharpSpring or HubSpot or any of the other systems, but here are things you need to think about. And he actually gets a little down and dirty on um, showing you screens and he walks you kind of through building that into a system rather than just, you know, lecturing you. So on his, it's a little bit different, but I think for marketing automation, you kind of got to get in there and see it. Yeah, you do. Otherwise, it's just conceptual and it, it yeah. doesn't translate well. Yeah, it really makes more sense when you actually see what you're getting into. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Matt Bailey, who I mentioned before, he is uh, CEO of SiteLogic, S-I-T-E Logic. And Matt does a ton of online training. He's found, he's spoken all over the world. Uh, he actually teaches at Microsoft, at Google. He teaches <laughs> things at Google to Google. Um, about Google to Google. Uh, he is uh, really, really engaging, but he's very practical. He is very much about don't do this, focus on this. Mm-hmm. And he kind of cuts through all the red tape. And I, I love his teaching style. And he's been with the program longer than me, actually. He's taught several times on ground and was in the previous iteration of the online too. So he's, he's a beloved teacher of this course. And Sharon Goldmacher, Sharon is an agency owner in Atlanta, Georgia, and Sharon's done a lot in the event space um, for Atlanta. She's done, uh, I mean, big citywide events and things, and she's had to use social media kind of at its advent all the way up till now. And I like her practical overview as well. She gives kind of a platform overview and then challenges you to think about what are some tools that you can use. Um, She gives you some resources to start venturing into video, start venturing Mm -hmm. into some spaces if you haven't. 
but I, she also talks about, you know, kind of comprehensive overview and management of all your social channels. Uh, I think it's, it leads us to automatically to us wanting to do a social paid module yes. too. Yes. Um, the parameters and the algorithms and all that have paid um, social makes it challenging. Yeah. But I think we need to talk about the whys, the whens, um, the what to be aware of. Yeah. Scenarios, those kinds of things. Yeah. Because with paid social, as you mentioned, I mean, you know, the algorithms change. And then even now with privacy, that's a big thing right now. All the changes in, in privacy, uh, Apple, IDFA, I mean, big changes in Facebook this year. So good thing you didn't put a whole course yeah. together on that. Cause that would have changed quite drastically. <laughs> I'm glad we waited as well. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, we also added and we added this year, we added resource libraries. So at the end of each module, uh, we added small vignettes from professionals like you who give their perspective on various topics. So things like, um, you know, best practices, uh, case studies, things that worked well, things that failed miserably. Mm -hmm. I love those stories. Like, tell me what didn't work, you know, right. Trends that you see coming. And again, that was one more thing. And we keep adding more videos to those libraries. I want to build it out into kind of five folders at the end of each module for B2B, B2C, nonprofit education and government. Those are kind of the five business types that we have coming through. Mm -hmm. And that way, again, you get practical instruction from our instructors. who I just talked about, but then you also get to hear from others who are saying, you know, Hey, this content realm, I tried this and it didn't work. And here's why. Yeah. Um, or here on in paid search, I was spending money over here when I should have been thinking about spending it here. Um, we want to hear that from people and, and we are excited that we're, again, we're bringing, the instruction and even those stories from the road from people who are actually doing it. Yeah. This is not, we are not a group of professors, no knock on traditional higher education, but we are people that are out here fighting the battles the same as you are. We're, we are digging through it. We're figuring it out too. And I think that adds value to yeah. the program. Boots on the ground in the trenches. Yeah. You can't, can't beat that. I mean, for me, that's so valuable is having that insight. So that's a nice segue into talking a little bit about the steering committee. And I mentioned that I've been on it and I've gotten a lot of value out of it myself. And I'm honored to be able to give value back and provide feedback. Tell the listeners a little bit about the steering committee. What are the goals of it and how can someone join the committee? So the steering committee is really designed to get that, that feedback from other professionals in the realm. So we want to build this for professionals. So we want to have great perspectives. It's one of the unique things I one, one of the unique aspects of this certificate program, I believe. There are other certificate programs out there by other universities, but I don't know that they get the input from professionals that we do. So um, we gather a group of professionals and we ask them for what are the things that are hot buttons in your industry right now, what are topics you think we need to cover, come through the course, give us feedback on it. Um, please contribute uh, these vignettes to us. Help us share your stories too. And, and you get visibility. I mean, what you get out of it is your alignment with us at, at USF. You also get great visibility from the students coming through and seating, seeing your video with your bio and your LinkedIn information. Uh, it's great visibility, but you really are helping the students who come through. And I say students, I would say participants or practitioners. They are professionals. They're yes. not, 
they're just gaining learning like I am. So, um, so we, we meet uh, about quarterly, we go over program changes. We also usually have a presentation on a hot topic and what it does is it allows the group to network and at the same time, um, have great discussion about we, this most recently when we were talking about clubhouse, right? Yep. yep. Um, and it was fun to have folks go, I, I can admit, I don't, I don't know what that is and you don't need to be embarrassed. It's okay. We're all in this, all right. in the same boat. Yep. Again, when, when time comes, I would love to be able to meet in person. We've been meeting virtually, but, uh, the in-person board meetings are great. Our committee meetings are great because you network with other professionals in the area and you also, we, we learn things that we apply to, uh, apply to the course itself and to future modules. We also, um, have some webinars and sometimes ask our committee members to be guest speakers at those webinars, because we don't want it to just be our perspective or just our instructor's perspective. Um, you all have a wealth of knowledge too. So it's a really great model. It was something that I was introduced to. I, I wasn't familiar with it when I was asked to be part of it originally. And I really believe it's a differentiator for our certificate program because it's the input we get from there is fed directly into the program. Yeah, 100%. I think it's just uh, really does differentiate you guys. So yeah, awesome. Uh, well, we're coming towards the end of our time today, um, but I wanted you to share where people can contact you online and also where people can learn more about the course and sign up for the course. Great. I'll start with the course first. Um, you can go to usf.edu and it, there, it's slash business slash certificates slash digital marketing. So I can, I'll give you that link, but if you go to usf.edu and look at their certificate programs, you can find it. And there's, there's a few in there. There's customer experience. There's a diversion, diversity, equity, and inclusion. There's, there's several different ones, but digital marketing is in that mix. And it's at the MUMA college of business. And you can sign up right there online and take the course. And I will give you my, um, my, uh, discount coupon code, right. Awesome. Which is, which is S G as in Sugarbowski 30. And that's 30% off your tuition. That's and fantastic. again, a lot of organizations are paying for this kind of program as tuition reimbursement. So I would hope that you would be able to use that, um, the code for the discount and get reimbursed by your organization. That is awesome. Well, you know what? I will uh, make sure to put the code and the link in the show notes so that anyone Perfect. can access that. And I really appreciate that discount code. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, I'm happy to, happy to share it. Um, I'm available to be connected to on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm Sue Grabowski on LinkedIn uh, with USF and you'll, you'll see, um, you'll see there's a few Sue Grabowskis out there, um, <laughs> <laughs> but connect with me on LinkedIn, um, either CEO De- at Desidara or at just, um, you'll see me, I have adjunct faculty. I've got all kinds of listings because I'm involved in a bunch of things, but I would love to connect with you on LinkedIn. And if you're interested in joining the advisory board or the advisory council, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn and connect and we can find out if, it, if they would be a good fit. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Uh, We'll stay in touch. And thanks again. Thanks, Vera. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did like what you heard, please subscribe to catch more episodes. 
And I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review and share with your friends and colleagues. Visit my website at virashafiq.com, connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Clubhouse, or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.